All right, this is Josh T. Franco interviewing Jose Villalobos at his home in San Antonio, Texas on August 19th, 2020 for the Archives of American Art at the Smithsonian's uh, Pandemic Project. So Jose, thanks for talking to me for 20 minutes for the archives. Yeah. Um, and really, we, we want to create a record of 2020 and its impact on American art. So we just start with the question, how have you been since March? And you can tell us a little bit about who you are and where you are. Yeah, uh, you know, well, I originally not from San Antonio, so I was born and raised in the border town of El Paso and Ciudad Juarez. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, lately I've been surviving just like any other person. Um, I myself, I'm, uh, it's been a little, it's been a little crazy because I'm used to, uh, you know, I do installation artwork along with performance artwork and the pandemic definitely has changed a lot of things since the beginning. Um, when it all started to unfold in uh, March, I was actually just about to start my um, my residency at the John Mitchell Center in New Orleans. And uh, everything started to unfold, you know, and we were seeing um, numbers just kind of uh, rise uh, very quickly. And within the, my fourth day that I was just there, you know, everything was suspended. We were sent home. Um, once I got home, it, you know, it, it, it was a little different. It was almost, you know, you have this great opportunity was taken away from you. Mm -hmm. And I felt, uh, I felt like it, it stuck almost, right? Like this weird place in between, knowing that I couldn't go anywhere. I'd just come from, you know, almost losing an opportunity. I know it's still there, right, in the future, but it was like a, everything currently, I think it's like in a limbo of some sort. And um, yeah, I mean, I couldn't produce work, uh, even though I knew that I had exhibitions coming up, but a lot of those exhibitions were either postponed or canceled. So also that kind of was a crazy impact uh, in my practice, I guess. And um, the crazier, thing about it is, you know, I've had conversations with um, gallerists and friends uh, about the impact that it's had as a performance artist, right? Also, is how, how are you able to use that performance um, during a time like this? Um, you know, there's a, a part where you get used to being in front of people in an audience in the same room. Um, and, and the type of performance that I do is very cathartic. And, you know, there's almost this um this reaction to the work that is raw and that's live and how do you transpire that during these times of quarantine is different right because now it's everything's almost been flattened right everything that we're currently seeing and experiencing um you know as artists is just seeing everything through a screen you know it kind of started some things are kind of opening up slowly but also there's limitations to it but yeah I, I mean it it was a weird thing it was a weird experience it's still uh happening <laughs> right and all we can do is uh try our best to be safe but at the same time i kind of see uh where things are going and you know this is also a year of um of politics so we have to be hyper aware of uh of what is happening around us and uh, major movements as well but uh, it has just been this roller coaster that um, that it's almost you know it's one thing after another and I don't know it's 
been a little bit um it's been a little bit of all sorts of feelings uh during this time but yeah you know it, your practice kind of changes right how do you go from being having the accessibility to a studio space and then to working from home and um also just your work in general is it shown how is it shown how is it being shown you know i've come across where uh there's artists doing like a an exhibition but it's all like a virtual gallery it's not in a physical space it's just like online so the work is still existing but in these weird spaces something that you know i'm untraditional to what um we're used to but definitely i mean it's been it's been crazy <laughs> Uh, what have you been observing particularly there in San Antonio among the arts community or among like activism you're seeing on the street? Um, I definitely think that, um, I mean, I've seen things and I've seen them through a different lens uh, right now, you know, it's kind of just watching it online and how a lot of things are unraveling. Uh, it, it's been super tough also. The one thing um, that I did uh, take part of was, uh, the Black Lives Matter um, protest uh, was there in person and just to support, right? Um, um, but, you know, everything's kind of just, it's, it's a little on the calm side at the moment. But, you know, it's, we're still in this spot of that, like the pandemic that it's almost, some people believe it's make believe when it's not real. And we see people not taking care of themselves or, um and when you do that you know you see like the what comes out after that right so it's 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 uh it's just like san antonio right after uh, a lot of the things happened they in texas in general right it, they started lifting a lot of restrictions and then we san antonio ourselves went through a spike like crazy mm -hmm. um i mean but as far as other things i've just been kind of really taking time now to reflect on myself and a lot of things in my work and um, what I'm doing, uh, really, I mean, that's kind of where I've been. I try to uh, stay active online, but, you know, it's here and there that I do stuff and it's just, I don't know, it's just weird. It's like we're in a different dimension at the moment, right? And it's, it's I'm like, it's, I try to stay active in certain ways and Sometimes it's very difficult. Also, I'm in the process uh, of just uh, creating work too. So, you know, it kind of removes me from a lot. I, at the beginning, I was following a lot of the news and what's currently happening and trying to stay active in that way. And then uh, I, you get so tired of all of that and I have to give myself a break from just watching the news and, um, you know, being active in that way. But I mean, things are slowly starting to happen uh, here in San Antonio, but I think that um, there's still a lot of work to be done with a lot of things. And we need to see that, um, you know, we need to see that people are actually working towards uh, the better um, side of a lot of things. But I think this pandemic has really highlighted a lot of things. Um, you know, when it's coming down to uh, institutional, um, Institutional matters also like what people, uh, I guess the way they process certain things and what they think about a lot of things. And because now we're sitting at home and we're seeing all of this stuff come at, come at us, right? And we start to begin to see 
a lot of things because we actually have the time to to catch onto a lot of things and to to listen right and uh i mean definitely there's some things that that have come up and you're and it's sometimes you don't notice and when you get that chance to really pay attention to it if you kind of sit and stew there for a bit and you're like okay like what can i do right what can i do as a person to help uh, any type of um movement or um to be able to change things around to where they're they're better right and uh, for the people especially but you know I'm I'm interested in having the this being a time to um, where you have time to reflect on your practice. You mentioned, yeah. and I wonder, have you come into any realizations about your work or the way you go about your work uh, because you've had this time to think without having? Yeah, to actually, yeah, I have. I have. I've had the. It's all you know. There, there's a sense of uh, okay, like it almost pushed me to right. So it's like okay, if work. It just depends like if work can't physically exist in a space like how can i how can i produce work and still have that same impact right so that's a, a one thing that definitely kind of surfaced out of this is okay now we're living right now we're like in a virtual uh, world and how can i produce work uh that can be experienced because also you know as an installation artist it's very different because the work actually sits in the space for people to experience it all around. And you can't do that virtually uh, as easily, right? And th that's one thing that did surface out of it. It's like just the process of creating the work and switching to maybe, um, you know, experimenting or uh, processing work in like a, a two-dimensional manner and also like performance. Okay, how do, how do I construct a video performance piece um, that has, I guess the quality that a live performance space would have, uh, and also to sit and research more—that's been another kind of, you know, blessing about this whole uh, pandemic is how, you know, get, giving more, giving myself more time to actually read and write and process um, thoughts and to really collect ideas uh, and kind of be, you know, being able to um put them down on a piece of paper sometimes it's just kind of like quick 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 and you don't have the time to process a lot of things yeah your work is there and your statement is there but how can you how do you go further into your own practice and for me it's given me that time to also being able to research a lot about my family and um also what is happening or what was happening around the time of a lot of things and just simply reading and writing itself it's, Having the time to be able to just write a thought down has been very important, and it has been something that has um, that I've had the time to do. And it's just because usually a lot of my performance work has like either spoken word or my work itself has text. And how do I use text? And and now, right? And it's being able to process a lot more information, um, also at my own pace, right? Not trying to uh, do this in a rush or in a hurry. I think being able to uh, have time to sit with that and really think uh, your ideas out and your process out has been something that I've, you know, I've had the, the ability to do at the moment, but also it's slowed down a lot of things. So, yeah, I mean, everything's happening at its own pace, but 
it's just and also i don't know if it's uh, sometimes i don't know if this is an like if it's a good thing that i have so much time to sit on these thoughts right because like mental um mental health is so important too and sometimes like speaking on something too long can can cause a negative reaction to a lot of things and i don't know it's just it, i mean it's it's like a blessing and a curse at the same time I'm interested in more about what you're researching. What about your family? What parts of history? And I wonder, thinking about how much more important online resources are, have you, has the internet provided you any like new archives that are digitized? Uh, what are you, yeah, what are you researching and how are yeah, you doing it? So right now, I'm, I, you know, I was reading a, a book and it was a research based on the machismo in Mexico. And um, and this is all through the eyes of a white male, and um, kind of just seeing uh, what is picked up and how how these certain mannerisms and certain observations are picked up through this person's gaze, right? Versus like on my own experience, but also I've been researching a lot, like uh, information about my father, uh, the history of um, how he was raised, where he comes from because um, he was he was actually American um, he was born here in the States but then as a, as a child he was taken over um, to Zacatecas so kind of seeing also the history of that and uh, also just seeing uh, his like his history of growing up uh, being a musician is very interesting to me mm -hmm. and you know there's this weird uh, tie of uh, like um, performance that we kind of have in common. And also, you know, I only got to, I don't know a lot about my father, right? Because he passed away when I was 10 years old. So I only know as much as my mom has told me, but going deeper into uh, really, you know, going through just a bunch of pictures has, has helped me a lot. Because you also discover a lot of things that maybe didn't notice on physical appearance and uh, just a lot of things. And I have uh, also, I have a bunch of VHSs and I went to go buy, it was so hard to find a VHS player. Yeah. So I was going to thrift stores for a while and I finally found one, but I've been able to sit down and watch these videos. And there's like, they're like these home movies and also like recordings and documentation of my father performing at like at a church and wow. yeah so it's very interesting so I, i'm planning to use all of that in an exhibition that i have coming up at the uh, dallas uh, latino cultural center and um it, it's all about the idea of the image of the father right because i feel that especially um just growing up and having these constants um reminders that oh this is how you're you're going to be just like your dad or so you know and when you separate yourself from that especially me coming out at the age of 22 i think i can't remember like 22 23 years old those i come out later on uh, later on in my life and to kind of still uh go back and make those relations uh, relationships of who i am as his son but also how he was raised and what he would do and finding that um, you know that performance aspect of, of what he did because there's there's this video that was recorded um, 
during it was like a church uh, gathering it was like um so they could do like a festival of some sort and my dad would perform and he would perform like a comedic musician mm-hmm. and wearing this big mustache but also just like seeing the the decisions that were made is interesting right it's like he made it a point that he was portraying like these very macho like rough man with a big old mustache a big sombrero but also like so, you know it's just seeing the different decisions that were made and, and how he performed is interesting to me but there's definitely like a lot more um things that i've kind of been looking into and i find it fascinating and just also like the surroundings right like when you see like a uh we have a, discovered a couple of home videos and just discovering the surroundings of like what the home looked like and what the aspect of the family looked like and so it's just been a lot of like personal research on my end. Um, I do do some, uh, you know, I said I've been reading some stuff here and there, but um, also I've been uh, looking at the the, the uh, statistics on um, like, you know, I guess the numbers of um, like homophobic attacks in different areas and like Mexico and different cities. I just like to look into it because I kind of it's also an eye-opener to a lot of things right and and it's just trying also to create a safe space as an artist for others right and I don't know it's just interesting it's just gathering information as it comes to but you know at my own pace I'm not trying to like oh I have this project that I need to do and I'm like redoing all the research that I need to like in such a short time um I'm just taking more time for myself to really kind of work on this specific exhibition that I have coming up. So you're sheltering in place with ghosts, it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, yeah. It's a great use of primary sources. Those are great primary sources to have. It sounds great. Yeah, yeah. And it's interesting, you know, and it's just like um, what I have access to and how I can use it, you know, it is interesting too. Just even the process of having a VHS like and yeah. having a player you don't have that uh, accessibility online right this that's something right. that you can easily uh, obtain and uh yeah just even like photos old photos and going through a lot of you know I call it crap but it's not crap but yeah yeah um that's great in the last couple of minutes so we expect yeah this is a document for the future for the long term um what do you want to tell people that maybe is not being so put out on the record about being an artist in 2020 in a hundred years? Yeah, I mean, I think that this is something, uh, I think being an artist right now is important. I think it will always be important to be an artist, right? But I think that um, being able to be far more inclusive um, is important at these times, right? Uh, and I say that in the tone of which sometimes right now our only accessibility to a lot of things is online and some people, some families and um, specifically people of color do not, some, do not have the accessibility to even have the internet. And um, I think it is really to just support in any, any way possible rather than um, obtaining you know, uh, something for your own uh, personal gain. Um, sometimes I feel that, uh, especially being a queer person of color, you become tokenized, right? And I think that 
um, we should definitely go beyond that and uh, not do something just to have this image of being diverse, right? Uh, because there's a lot more work that goes into it. But I mean, def definitely, I think it's always going to be a battle. It has been a battle for the longest time. Um, but I think if I mean, your heart is in the right place, you can definitely um, use your work as an artist to to go against something that is bad, right? And um, as a sense of protest or as a sense of helping some, of helping others just get through whatever they may be experiencing, for sure. And it's just lending your voice to others is important. Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks so much for doing this. Yeah, no problem. Thank you.